Hello, and welcome to the Dialogue on Dialogue podcast. I am your host, Philip Recheck. In this podcast, I am seeking to share some of the interesting thoughts and ideas of people in my own locale. And in the grandiose style of grandiose introductions, I hope to make the world a better place, one conversation at a time. <clears throat> All right, folks, this is the one everybody was waiting for. I'm sitting down with longtime, lifetime friend Gary Gibson to really kind of get to the meat and the potatoes of the whole process, figure out how we are, where we are, what we are. Um, Word. So, yeah. Thank you, Gary. The, the one question I'd like to start out with is, uh, well, I'll do two. First one is, Gary, when you were a child, what was your favorite game to play or thing to play with besides your ding-a-ling? All I remember is my ding-a-ling. It's been, I don't think I've gotten rid of that toy <laughs> since I started playing with it, quite honestly. Um, Phil, first of all, thanks for having me yeah. on your podcast. I do yeah. appreciate that. And for the first round of beers. I yeah. think that was very nice of you to do so. Absolutely. To bribe me into being here with you. Uh, surprisingly, um, what I played with all the time, it was my bike. Okay. I, was, I was biking all the time. We lived 10 miles outside of town. So unless I wanted to play with my brothers, I had to bike into town to find my friends to play with. So that's interesting. Now we both have kids. Um, my kids are kind of out of, or kind of out of the biking gang age kind of, but my kids never did that. Like I regret that I was similar I would bike uh, everywhere. Like, you'd bike five miles to do whatever when you're, like, sixth grade. Think about, like, sixth grade. It was your only mode of transportation, but all over the place. Your, think, do your think, kids do that? Well, I kind of force them to. Every night now we go bike riding as a family. Well, as a family. Sometimes my wife stays home, but I try to get them out every night and do biking. <laughs> one reason is, um, one being 10 and 7, we wrap them in bubble wrap so much yeah. that that they're so nervous. Parents are just so nervous to let the kids just go around the neighborhood. Even. Yeah. But that's all we did when we were kids, right. right? So I'm going around the neighborhood, letting them ride in the streets like we did as a yeah. kid, jump over curbs. Do they wear helmets? They wear helmets, okay, yes. Good. They absolutely wear helmets. <laughs> uh, I don't. I probably should. I probably should have back in the day, too. That probably explains a lot yeah, of things. Yeah, it does. But, um, yeah, I... Uh, I make sure to follow them and let them know when cars are coming or tell them to look around and teach them because the only way my wife is going to let them go around is if she um, she sees that they are competent enough to be on the bikes around because this is what I want them to do. I right. want We got a neighborhood, much like where you live, though, yep. where all the kids are around, right? Yep. And I want them to be able to go around and see their see their friends and mm -hmm. be able to say, hey, I'm going over to Caden's house. All right, yep. cool. I know where Caden lives. Just watch where you're driving. Just go out there and, and ride around because... 
what do kids do nowadays? Right. Is they get on their phone. Well, I'm not going to complain about that. I mean, I'm yeah. on the phone all the time too, right. looking at stuff. Um, somehow, though, kids, though, though they're on their phone all the time. I mean, they're they're fit, right? My kids are are skinny. They're athletic. Yeah, and I think that's because we put them in so much stuff all the time. Yeah, I was never in anything. It was I got home, I was bored. I get on my bike and I start right. going around. Right? And you, like there was baseball season, and then there was basketball season, but it was like one or two nights a week for like an hour, but it wasn't traveling all over creation to to try. To, and granted, we probably both suck at sports. <laughs> I mean, never made anything. But I'm trying uh, to think if I ever was good at sports. Uh, bowling, the, the what were you going to say? I was going to say JV golf. <laughs> there was that time that I made fifth alternate JV golf <laughs> my senior year in high school. Um, very athletic at that time, yeah. that senior year. Yeah. Uh, alternate. Yeah. Not really starting alternate at that time. But yeah, I mean, I enjoy riding around with bikes and I try to encourage the kids. We got a nice neighborhood to go around with. So, um, but I'm hoping they catch on to that. What would it take if Gavin came home, your 10 year old, uh, and said, you know, dad, I want to bike down to the Piggly Wiggly, uh, a mile and a half away. How would that conversation go down? Or is is it because he's never had that experience or exposure, he would never say that? Um, I would be fine with it after a couple more times riding the rubble block. My okay. wife would make me buy a drone. <laughs> and I would have to fly the drone over him to make sure that he gets to the Piggly yeah. Wiggly. Right. Okay. Yeah. That's the only way that would happen That's is constant bubble wrap around the kid. So that's just how she is, and there's nothing wrong with it. It's how a lot of people are nowadays, but yeah, I'm trying to give them the freedom to, to grow up, I guess, a little bit. Awesome. Good for you. Becky won't listen to this, so we can say whatever we want. Don't ever tell her I was on this <laughs> podcast. The uh, other question I was going to ask you is, and this is one I'm, I'm curious about, because if you could go back and tell your younger self something, and let's, you know, for the sake of, let's let's draw a line in the sand. When Gary met Phil, or Phil met Gary, have that be the starting point of your younger self. Um, what would you tell your younger self, your college self? I've, honestly, I think I lived a pretty good life. Yeah. It's hard for me to go back and say I did something um, wrong during that time. Yeah. Um, I, I can. I, I let me stop you. I know a lot of people would disagree with that statement you just made, <laughs> but I I'm with you, man. I look back at a at a great life. It's hard for me to go back and say to do things different. Now I was irresponsible at times, but that made me who I was today. I, yeah. I like who I am yeah. today. Um, you know, okay, if I'm really nitpick, I probably shouldn't have gone to college right away, mm. um, which I wouldn't have met Phil. There we at go. Time, which Line. is probably not a not a good thing for me. Never would have wanted to, do to that. say, but I was not ready for for school at the time, and I would have liked some real-world life before actually figuring out what, mm-hmm. I'm, what I do. Not that I'm not successful. I am, and not that I don't have uh, had good jobs. I do certainly have good jobs, but I think um, I was kind of forced into it, and instead well, of did. focusing on, on something. But I, I'm not going to say that was a bad thing. I kind of like the um, shoot-from-the-hip uh-huh. type. We'll just see what happens in life, and I think that Form the person I am today, which I really like. Yeah. I, 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 
I wish I could hug myself <laughs> a lot more. I think when I think about this question, it, it's, I think about like when my kids were young or I just wish I would, I worried about stuff and I still worry about stuff too much. Um, worry about money too much, worry about, uh, you know, what do I want to be when I grow up too much. But at the end of the day, here we are sitting and there's, there's, no, there's no past. There's just now, essentially. I mean, there is a past. But the past is the past. I have no idea what you're saying yeah. right now. Yeah. This is very confusing. I, I, may, here's, here's, I may undertake some healing touch on you, some Reiki. Here's what I would, I would say to that is, yes, there's a part of you that would like to say just enjoy the moment, that yeah. day, right? Because you don't, you thought $500 worth of credit card debt was the end of the world back then. Right. And it wasn't the right. end of the world. Right. That's what you thought about. What we're dealing with right now, though, we have good families and good work situations and everything. There is this heavy weight over our heads every day, feels like, to, to, that's responsible. It's called responsibility. Yeah. It's always there. And I can remember the times when it wasn't there. And it wasn't there until probably too late for me, probably, <laughs> probably till I met my wife, which is too late, which is again why I enjoyed, uh, Enjoyed my life up to. No, that sounds horrible. Um, <laughs> I didn't have worry up to a certain point, but I, I wouldn't change anything. Everything worked out the way that I really better than what I wanted. Yeah, I was better than we all thought it would. Actually, a lot of people said me living to forty would be amazing, and I'm already <laughs> past that, so that's good. Yeah. Me finding a girl to, to actually marry me, well, yeah. that happened, and then actually to be able to have sex with her, well, that happened, and we had two kids. You know, sex twice—that's good. <laughs> check and check. Good for you. I'm proud of you guys. Uh, all right, let's let's move on beyond that. Earlier today, we were talking about how, being in our mid forties, we feel like the creative spark has left us. Yes. Do you think that we ever really had it, or we were just delusional? It could go. Back. <laughs> it could go back to the fact of responsibility. Yeah. You know? Now that you have to responsibly, you think about everything you do and how the outcome is going to be out of everything you do. Even you know, your kids, you know, they're, they're these little sponges. And right. You, say the, you can't just say whatever comes out of your mouth. you got to think about this stuff before it happens. Yeah. And I don't like that so much, but it's what it is. It's that responsibility that's, that's, that's over us. I, you know, every, the, the shooting from the hip, that I love so much just doesn't happen anymore. What are we right. going to do today? I don't know. Let's see how the day goes. Let's go here. Let's go there. Right. Nope, it's planned. There's a schedule. There's something to do. Every yeah. minute of my day is planned right. out. And it's good. It's the way it probably yeah. should be. It's not nothing wrong with it. But you, you, you can't be as creative in a structured environment. Right? Well, I don't know. Some people probably can. We just, just can't. I, I think about so for what it's worth hanging out with you hanging out with Billy like gets my goopy bone going I think I don't I mean I've got good friends that I hang out with now like I've got maybe one or two close male friends um, and when I'm with them similar situation but I just don't think the time for social interaction that doesn't have to do around family or, you know, something. I think that is where my life is 
on the trajectory. And that's part of the reason why I'm doing this. It's like, hey, let me just go sit and talk to somebody interesting. Um, so you're and, out of people that were interesting. And so yeah. <laughs> or Gary. You know, I'll talk to Gary, too. i gotta, I got to talk to him as well. I, I don't know. Do you feel like your friend network at age 45 with two kids, um, and we're, we're, we're probably, what, in terms of life stages, like from kids, we're about five years behind each other. You know, we're, we're, you are a little bit later in the game, or yes. you're, you guys started having kids later than we did. We started early, as it was, with the oldest going off to college this year. But do you feel like you have the good friend networks, or do you feel like it, it gets eaten up by the family? I am constantly looking for new friends. I'm, I'm almost probably being creepy about it. What, what's wrong with your old friends that you have? Like, why don't you text them once it, in a while? It, it's Talk about, about old times. It's not about texting. It's about, you know, I always like to. There was, what? Why don't you show up at Billy's house at 12 o'clock at night? <laughs> Billy? Oh, what, Billy's night. What, what, I have 26 people stand in our wedding, Becky and I together. That's a lot of people. It was a lot, a lot of, of people. And that was generation, well, generation, decades of different lifestyles. I yeah. had my high school friends that yeah. were there. I had my college friends that were there. I had my post-college friends that were there. And I had people that I worked with. That and Wani. And Wani. <laughs> No conversation between us can happen without <laughs> stories of wanting. But they, they were all there, and it's kind of stopped after that because I haven't been able uh-huh. to. So, for instance, my son's in baseball. I'm all excited. Like new friends. I get to meet sure. these, these parents, and we get to hang out. And then the kids that hang out, we get to drink beers and talk stories, and I get to meet these new people, right? Every time that um, we got people that we meet in these groups that on, on my son's teams, they don't seem to be interested in socializing at yeah. all, which is weird because that's all people tell me. It's like, oh, you'll meet these new friends and the family. And it, and I, I, I try so hard. I mean, yeah. I'm knocking on their door. I'm, so what's your phone number? Yeah. <laughs> can, hey. can I, I'm texting you. <laughs> you know, I'm doing the Marco Polo thing too. Oh, I'm yeah. Like, and they're not just signing back. Oh. And I'm like, no. I, I wake up in the morning. I'm like, oh, my God. I Marco Polo them. 11 times and they haven't yeah. responded. Oh, they, they probably won't respond at this time. Yeah. That's... So, um, so it, it's just, I, I don't know what, what has happened from, from being to the point of every portion of my life making it easy to make friends yeah. to where it is right now. Do you think it's a life stage or do you think it's a societal thing? Like, do you think people are more, for lack of a better way of saying it, People are less bored now because you always have your phone. You always can check on something. You can always do that mental like check in. What what's the app? What's the thing? I feel like I it's it's a crutch that sometimes we use with technology. Again, we're on it all the time. Whatever. But it, if you're bored, you're going to be like, I got to go talk to somebody. <laughs> That's it's amazing having in your hand, palm of your hand. The world. Oh, I know. Right? Yeah. You got the world yeah. in the palm of your hand at all times. More processing power than NASA had to get to the moon in one phone. And uh, my, my times that I think a lot, which is when I'm going to take a poop. Yeah. Or fishing. Or fishing. Ah, fishing. I'm always busy. But specifically, the 30 to 50 minutes that I'm pooping. Yeah. Because that is my time. Yeah. I stare Six at this, times a day. I stare at this phone with... Three apps that I usually go to all the time. How yeah. is it this whole world, all this stuff that I need to do, I'm stuck on these three apps to go to? And you gonna name them? Well, it's gonna be Facebook that I'm on because 
because um, I'm 45, and that's what people at 45 right, are on exactly. instead of Instagram or all that stuff. Snapchat. Craigslist. Okay. Looking um, for boats I and motorcycles? motorcycles, boats, Jeeps, all right. stuff that men like and I never buy. Sure. Um, and then the third one is a property thing like ShoreWest.com or oh, sure. Trulia or what's the one? The other one, the Zillow. I'm on all the time because I like checking the neighbors and seeing what house values. Okay. Those, those three, I'm constantly on all the time. Um, and it just amazes me how bored I get with just this. Yeah. So I don't know if it's necessarily this because I think a lot of people are the same way. They're always going to the same Right. Same uh, yeah. thing. And they get, yeah. They Same get, thing. They get bored with it. So I don't necessarily agree with that, though it's something to do. It's, it's not, it bores me. Like I sit all the mm-hmm. time and I just got, there's just nothing to do. It's just right. turned off. Like I'll be bored and I'll refresh Google News constantly. Like, hey, maybe a new, I, I was the only one that did that. I'm no, always I, looking at Google I, News. I actually installed something on, like, well, I already had it. I've had it on my work computers for a while, but my home computers, it carries over now where it only gives me so much time per day. On, otherwise, it, it it locks it out for me. You um, purposely have that put on there. So that yeah, I, I know myself well enough to know that I waste too much time on these. And then my one of the things I did recently, um, uh, April recently had an article published, not the one I showed you, but on a, a media site, Quillette, which I follow pretty regularly, and. They, everything, everything they talk about is this, what's happening on Twitter. And so I've, in the last month or two, have gotten on Twitter and I can see why people get uber addicted to Twitter because there's just, it's a constant bitch fest, essentially. <laughs> it's like so and so, it's, it's like, it's watching days of our lives playing out instantaneously with real people. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. But now I gotta have to put on a time blocker on that now. Well, Go back to your original question. I still don't think that that, that has something, maybe it has something small to do with it. I, I'll go back to the same. I'm just not as fun and creative <laughs> as I once used to be. People just aren't as excited to hang around Good Time Gary. Or maybe, maybe Good Time Gary's gone. Yeah. You know, maybe that, uh, that the few glimpses that we get of it once in a while. This weekend, I was at a wedding. I think Good Time Gary came out there for a little bit. Got a little, little tipsy, a little, little bit too much. <laughs> Um, and we had fun, and I met some new people, which was cool. Yeah. But I'll never talk to them again because we're at a yeah. wedding, a distant wedding, and it is. But um, yeah, I I want to make new friends. Yeah. I like my old friends, but yeah. I like making new friends. Um, at, the end, of, at, there, at the end of the yeah, show, we'll have you. <laughs> he's available. Account. He's on Facebook or Grinder. <laughs> Either of those two apps would be fine for him. Swipe left. <laughs> Uh, so were we going to talk about how fat we are? We'll get there. This is building up to that? No, it's... Because it, I'm already there. I know. Fat. I'll figure it. Let me think about how to enter into that one. Let's Sounds let's good. first just do a recap of the greatest moments of uh, my life. You know, people say, oh, the greatest moment of my life is the day my kids are born. No. It was stressful and there was bad smells and... Lots of things going Images on. Images that I don't really yeah, want exactly, to see. Exactly. Like I, yeah, exactly. I wish I could have been smoking a cigar in the waiting room giving out cigars. Several of my best times of my life have involved you. Uh, you know, one of your six bachelor parties that you had uh, was... <laughs> and Wani comes out again. Yeah. Yes. No, the, I, uh, I wasn't even going there, but just... Um, 
for those people who, who don't know, Gary had three bachelor parties, right? Yep. I had one in Vegas. Yeah. I had one on Pewaukee Lake, and I had one in Wisconsin Dells. Did I go to the Pewaukee? I don't think I went to the Pewaukee Lake one. No, it was a smaller one. That oh, was okay. for some of the people that missed the other two. Okay. <laughs> the, makeup, the makeup. <laughs> one on Pewaukee Lake, Billy was involved with, and we decided to take an old water jug. Yeah. The, the, the water cooler that you that, that you stand at at work. Yeah. We emptied it, and we filled it with old fashioned. Wow. And then that we took that on the boat, and that's what we drank from. Did you have the like the the water cooler tapper with it too? So no. You, oh, no, we okay. just like put some straws in it, and that's what we drank. From. That's that's uh, smart, right? Yeah, smart. God, um, that was good time, Gary. That was a long time. Ago. But but I have to say, like the people who were at your bachelor party in Las Vegas, it, it was the most remarkable thing I think I've ever been part of. Twenty two people, twenty two guys, I think. But what was remarkable is you had a bunch of. It's basically mostly Wisconsinites, like I don't want to say rednecks because that's not really who they are, but you know, just just not people who don't live extraordinary lives, living a faux extraordinary life in Las Vegas <laughs> due to some connections you had out there. Yeah, um, it was just nonstop. A little word to everybody listening is go big with your bachelor parties. It's a it's a real deal. There's been um, requests to relive that at some point. But I don't think it'd be the same. It'd be it'd be pretty lame. It'd be anticlimactic. I think. No, it scares me. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't scare me back then. It would scare me now to do that same thing all over again. Um, but Phil, I you know I agree. You take a look at some of the best times in your life. It has to do with with not only you but with your friends, right? right. The people that that mean something in your life that you have a good time with that you get along with. I mean, most of college. Was that way, right? You know, um, I don't think I will ever forget that picture on Bill Lieber's uh, lake of us on the boat, <laughs> the hair, the hockey hair that I oh, had. Oh yeah, and well, that's the day I learned how to water ski. Yes, yeah. Um, After seventy-five attempts, <laughs> I helped you with that. I yeah, think. I think I helped everybody water ski that day except mm-hmm. you, and that's why I took you seventy-five. Maybe yeah. because you're six-five too. So yeah, height issues. But, um, I mean, I got plenty of uh, good memories, um, family and friends and mm-hmm. stuff, but some of the ones that you cherish are your first ones, right? The ones that you, you make first. And um, I have a lot with my, my friends from back in the day. So mm-hmm. I think that's why we try to relive them all the time, right? Right. Um, not that I heard anything, but I heard about a kidnap of Gary at some point. I don't know what. My wife told me that she got a call from Billy saying that Phil and him were going to come up to Was Manacqua this, this, oh, this yeah. summer and kidnap me in a van. Yeah, and we went lame. <laughs> like, yeah, we were like, we had a weekend and it Becky, worked for both of us. Becky's like, Billy called me and he said he's going to kidnap you. He's like, that's great. You yeah. should do that. Totally. And then I never heard from Billy again. Yeah, that was a, uh, it's a family weekend. It's, you know, uh, it I would have been okay with it. I know you would have. It just seemed like a lot of work. Um, and maybe that's it too. Like, like we know thing. how much work stuff takes to pull stuff off nowadays. You're my boy, Blue. If you guys would have rented a van, that would have been <laughs> awesome. Awesome. No, but that's more. Uh, um, it's it's trying to relive those old yeah. times, which were not those same people anymore. Right. And it probably wouldn't turn out the same. No. It'd probably be worse. Somebody <laughs> would actually die. Yes. Um, From like something lame, like an ulcer or something. <laughs> oh, my foot hurts. My yeah. Back. Yeah. 
Oh, I'm a goiter. Part of uh, the reason I wanted to do this is because as a way to say I'm sorry, uh, often you and I would, if we were to get, whenever we would get together, we would call people at 2 o'clock in the morning. Um, and, and this is kind of like they can just listen to it at 2 o'clock in the morning <laughs> rather than be woken up by Phil and Gary stammering through a sentence. Somebody's mom. Sorry, smoking pro. <laughs> by the way, about that. Uh, when I was still single in my twenties, and you were married and had a kid, um, I remember <laughs> calling you at two, three. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That and April would answer. Oh, hey, April. It's scary. What? Is Phil there? I gotta tell him about my night. I just had an awesome night. I gotta tell him. Phil, Phil, he's scary. No, Phil. You should have met this girl I met today. <laughs> it was awesome. We had a great time. I got drunk. And blah, blah. What'd you do tonight? I don't know, Gary. I'm married. <laughs> I saw a movie. I don't know, maybe I had a casserole. Or I don't wiggles. know. <laughs> I don't know. It's like two in the morning. I know. I know. I just live my life through you, Gary. Just, just tell me in the morning. Okay, Phil. I just want to call you. Bye. That's what I did on my weekends. I'd call Phil on my yeah. weekends to tell him how great my... Nice single life. life. Yeah. And I'm sure that made him feel great at yeah. the time. Yeah. And then you'd go home and cry in your sad <laughs> pillow. Yes. But you'll, you'll always be alone. And... But as we went on our break here to grab another beer. Sure. Um, I was saying how, did I ever tell you the story about where we bought our house in Waukesha, Wisconsin? I think it's pronounced Waukesha. No, it's Waukesha. It, outsiders will say the Waukesha. Insiders are Waukesha. Okay. So, or the Shaw, as we like to call it. Oh, really? The Shaw, yeah. Are you Shaw West? Or... We are Shaw West, yeah. yeah. How did you know? Good. So, one of the reasons we moved out of Milwaukee, we were looking for places to stay. We actually, I remember sitting down with my wife and saying, okay, there's this place in Waukesha we like. What do we like about it? And we Googled how far away Taco John's was. <laughs> and it was seven miles, well, seven minutes away. Okay. And that was a deciding factor that we talked oh. about is that, I know, but this place is nice, but this place is seven minutes away from Taco John's. I mean, Taco Tuesdays, six pack and a pound. Upside. Yeah, yes. Definite upside. So let's go back, actually. Do you think that any, some of your, our, your lameness uh, occurred because Thanks. you moved out of Milwaukee? Oh, it could be. I mean, my wife blames talk radio. Yeah, hundred and ten percent. Yeah, she says I listen too much talk talk radio because I'm a conservative. I listen to these conservative talk radios. That I get too serious. About yeah, that. I agree with her. I yeah. do not listen to my BC Boys enough sure. or any other sort of music. So I've been slowly incorporating mm -hmm. music into what I listen to. Mm -hmm. um, it's had zero effect, of course, but I'm getting to listen to BC Boys again. Yeah. You know, I saw... Which I think you still owe me some CDs from I, back in the day. They were stolen. <laughs> um, I listened to a really interesting interview with Adam Yount on somebody. Uh, he was on somebody's show. And he made a great... I don't know. Because he made the point that the kids nowadays, what they're listening to, they should look at anything that's not exactly what's happening now as old and lame. So even his own music... He encourages the younger generation to say is old and lame just because at one point he was that ha what's happening now. 
uh, type of thing. So, I don't know, I thought I'd throw that out there because it sounded like wisdom to me. Well, and it had BC Boys in it, which I right, appreciate. Exactly. That's, yeah. that's pretty cool. That Did you BC see movie. they had a, uh, they wrote a whole book. Um, I got it. At home. Did you? Yeah, okay. I started reading it. Um, they're not the best writers in the world, <laughs> I'd say. But, uh, a lot I of good a BC, pictures. I have a, a lot BC, of good pictures. I have a BC Boys book at home. Uh, it was, <laughs> so when I was in high school, um, you know, back in the early 90s, graduating, I listened to 70s music, like Steve Miller mm-hmm. Band and Eagles. Those are like the top things yeah. that I listened like to. like you listened to the, uh, basically the Guardians of the Galaxy s- soundtrack yes. is what is what was your life growing up. Absolutely yeah. yep, was. When I got to college, uh, my friend, John Little, told me about the BC Boys. Mm, not until college. Wow. Yeah, it was college. And uh, got Check Your Head, yeah. and I... Remember listening to it at college, my freshman year, and boom, yeah, mind blown Horizons. with what it was. So that instantly got me more involved with more different types of music, which I got into a lot of rap at the time, but mm-hmm. it also got me into jazz music, which was kind of crazy. Sure. Um, still pulled me into the 70s music as it was, but I just, people were amazed because I'd make a CD. Uh-huh. A CD is a compact disc. It was probably a tape back then, though. Mixtape. Uh, no, it was a CD. I had a CD that I made them out. How did you burn CDs back when we were in college? You couldn't have. There's no way you could have burned CDs when you were in college. I don't think it was a mixtape, though. You, you, I think I had a, a, a Tenda CD changer, and you could program that's what it was. the songs that okay. could be played okay. on it. That's what I did, because I sat there programming yep. 10 CDs to make sure that yep. these were the in ones the order. that... That I played. Um, I totally lost my point. Um, Beastie Boys, you made mixed CDs. This is a fun game that Phil and I used to play a lot of time. What was Geary thinking? What was, um, let's. Can we, can we, can we rewind the tape? We wanted to see where we were at on that. That's what happens a lot now. I'm just losing my mind slowly of what I was thinking about. Um, Mixtapes. I was making mixed. But girl, the ladies loved it? I'm sure they did. Um, you would play My Ding-A-Ling. I was, I was introduced to it, and it just expanded what I listened to, and it kind of made a personality out of me, too. Mm-hmm. So that when I played the CDs, it would jump from BC Boys to maybe Two Live Crew right. to um, Neil um, Young, and then go to Frank Sinatra, right. yeah. and then pop up to something else. And people were amazed yeah. that... The Bloodhound Gang. The Bloodhound Gang. We would be amazed at what I had. To listen to. Sure. I forgot about the photo. Yeah. Um, and the Jerky Boys. Remember oh, the Jerky God. Boys, too? You throw that in. What are they coming back? What are they doing nowadays? Uh, so um, I'd be sitting in my dorm room just listening to a lot of music, and it'd just be this whole assortment of music. Mm-hmm. So BC Boys opened up that door for it back in the day. And I had it. We talked about this earlier. Yeah. The, the music today it just doesn't open up doors, it seems like. It just. I don't know. Sam. Sam is really connected. My son is really connected to music. Uh, I, I think it's all garbage, as I'm supposed to, as an old person. Turn it down. But cut your hair. But I think Get they still the they still find they still find those connections. I I don't know what it would be like to be young and have every song you could ever imagine at your fingertips. 
I, when I'm listening to, when I, you know, when I'm playing my Alexa Amazon Prime music, I just tell it to play some music. I don't even, I can't think of what I want it to play most times. Like, ah, just play something loud or something, you know, and it's pick something. It knows, the AI knows me better than I know myself. The old Pandora, man. Plug there, yeah. Pandora. I got my BC Boys channel. Yeah. It started out as BC Boys, went to um, the White Stripes, uh, went to uh, uh, the, uh, Richard Cheese and the Lounge Singers. Okay. To uh, hard school, hardcore rap. So I'll, you'll hear a lot of hardcore rap on that station. Mm-hmm. So it's just this complete, no real genre, just goes throughout right. the whole thing. And I love it. Yeah. I love it that it goes from one to the other to the to the next. Of course, my family hates it, and I can only listen to it right. when I'm all alone. But right. I, still, I, I I think music is important. I think music makes yeah. people feel good. And the fact that to go back to the fact that I don't feel as creative as I once was, I think that that can be a part of it, right? Yeah. You're listening to more social. What um, you're filling your mind with. Talk instead of getting those creative juices flowing. Sure. So let's let's delve into that then. I'm gonna I'm gonna out you. You have you were a Trump supporter before it was cool. <laughs> Uh, It's cool? Is it cool? No, it's not. Uh, And and I'm not... I don't even want to get into policy. But I am really interested because I have many of the same inclinations about why somebody supports Trump or why somebody, somebody feels like anti-establishment type of candidate, which is what he was in 2016, is what is the best option? Very difficult question, Phil. I know. Deep, but I'll try to make it simple to you. Because I think a lot of people did the same thing. You know, what was the other option right. at the time, yeah. right? Yeah, and I that's think that's, that's, what it, le- that's what it became. That's a legitimate answer. That's what it became. And if you want to talk about my personal preferences with it, I didn't like Trump. Yeah. I don't like uh, boastful people. I don't like people that uh, um, are, are just everything that they do. They're just so confident and they're just so. Um, I mean, confidence is not a bad thing, but just just think that that they're, that, the, that they're bigger than the world. They're right. bigger than kind of an ass. Yeah, kind of like me when I drink a lot. <laughs> exactly. Trump <laughs> is us when we drink a lot all the time. Um, but what? What I am is a fiscal conservative. I want to define that because um, I like to know where my money goes. And I like yeah. my money to go to, to good places. And I don't like it when the government forces me. Like, I like the fact that we got, you know, garbage pickups. Right. And, that and you have roads that have curbs and things like yeah, that. Yes. So there's nothing wrong with that. Right. But it's when it's in excess or abused or it comes down to entitlements. I don't. The, yeah, I'm making this money, and I'm I'm more than happy to help people, but I want it to go somewhere. So, fiscally conservative is just a type of conservative that says, you know what, I'm I, I make money. I know that we got to be taxed. I know that there's people that need help. I just want to make sure that it, you you make the most of it. That there's right. not excess right. of it. The social part of it, you know, right. is is wide open for me. Um, when it, when it comes socially, I don't want to be put into that conservative loop. I don't. Right. 
I, I don't, you can have sex with whoever you want to have sex with. Yes. Just don't ask me to pay for your parade. Yes. That's kind of what I've always said. That's funny. It's <laughs> funny and true at the same time is what it is. Um, I can have a debate about guns. I, I, right. Good or bad. I can right. have that debate. I can right. have. I don't think there's any debate when it comes to sexuality with me. It doesn't matter to me. What's, right. What your sexuality live is. Live how you want to live. Absolutely. Be happy. Right. Is, is what it is. Um, the abortion thing becomes, you know, my wife's adopted, so what if she would have been aborted someday because somebody yeah. would have the ability to do so? Now that's right. That kind of scares me right. in that fact. But then I also understand that if somebody is in a situation where um, they were raped by somebody, that gets very dicey for me. So I can have that discussion with somebody either way. Yeah, with it. Um, so what? Donald Trump has been doing for me, though people get stuck on the social part of it, he's done the fiscal part for me, which is create a good economy, um, yeah. create jobs, um, make sure that government isn't overpowering, um, give the money back to the people so that we can make more money out of it, I think is is has been a good part of his um, presidency. Now, and when you, Do you feel like he's been... Six, I, I know that that was kind of why you voted for him in 2016. But do you feel like he's followed through? Absolutely. Like, I didn't think he would. I thought he was a false. I thought that yeah. he would be more leaning liberal than he would be conservative. Yeah. I think he's been following the conservative line almost too much. Yeah. Where I will disagree with him is uh, on immigration. I, I don't like illegal immigration, but I'm for legal immigration. Right. right. We sure. have jobs that need to be filled. Right. And there's people... Give me as many uh, IT engineers as we possibly can manage yeah, we from need, wherever the world. We need the IT managers. We need landscapers. Right. I mean, we need people working in restaurants. Right. We need people working in automation. We have jobs that need to be filled. Right. We need to open up that gate to make it easier for them to come in. And the people that are here, you know, that illegally, screen them as you can. Right. You know, don't send everybody back. Right. Or maybe... Get them into some sort of program to screen them to keep them in. Right, how it is, and that I don't think Trump's for that. Right, as it is, but that gets into the whole social part of it too. If we can get them in legally, they're also going to pay taxes. They're right. also going to be contributing to what's happening here, which I'm all for. Right, yeah. don't just be here on a free ride. Be right. here and contribute to what's going on. So, I I think fundamentally, uh, people like myself, conservatives, want to help other people. But they want to help them more as don't give them stuff. Right. Um, give them the ability to do things and give them the, um, set them up for the drive to be successful. And there's no real solution to that, right. really. Right. But giving somebody something isn't helping them out. Right. It's never been that way. Give them the ability to do well and give them the drive to do well. Yeah. And I think that's success. That's successful. And I've seen it in my life. I've seen it in friends and family where you give somebody something, they're not learning, but you you give them positive reinforcement. You, you tell them where the goal is and what you need to hit the goal. Sure. It could be a hard road, but it's a successful road and right. it's a rewarding road. That's important. So well, it, I think it seems that's, that immigrants tend to be more successful than native borns um, in many of those regards because. They recognize the opportunities that are laid out ahead, that are potentially there. If I, I mean, I think one thing I've always kind of said is that if I lived in Nicaragua and my life was hell, I would 
risk coming to America too illegally. Sure. You know, I would, especially when you think about your family. But yeah, I think it's a it's a good point. I don't think we need so so. Trump is a dick. I mean, there's no <laughs> doubt about it. He's a dick. But when it comes to his policy, I think his foreign policy has been very good too. Um, it's just I, I don't. I'm still embarrassed by it. Yeah, you know, I don't promote that. I'm. No, right. I talked to friends about it, and now I'm talking to a podcast about it. Well, nobody it. listens to it. It yeah, doesn't matter. Right. The three people that do aren't going to be shocked by this. Haz is going to like be up in arms <laughs> over this. But, um, but, but for what he's done, I think America's been successful. And I think he's misinterpreted because he's promoting America. For whatever reason, that's a bad thing. No. I don't think that's a that needs to be a bad thing. It should be a good thing. So instead of... Sometimes we need to help out other countries, but if we can be a, um, if we can be a, um, an example, a light on the hill, yeah, for other countries, I think that's even better. Listen, yeah. this is what you need to do to, to be successful. Yeah. You guys need to be on this path too. I think that's important. Let's help you get on that path. Don't give them stuff. That's not going to yeah. do anything. So I'm going to try to do that in life. I try to do that with my kids. You know, let's not just give them something. Let them earn it. You know, right? right. And feel that success. And reward towards that. So, yeah, the, the whole Trump thing, it's, it's very complicated. And how you can say that somebody was never a politician and all of a sudden the president of the U.S., right. it just sounds crazy. I think of the uh, Back to the Future. When oh, yeah. Back and he Ronald says, Ronald he's an actor, you know? <laughs> it's like, he's not going to be. I know you're lying. No, right. it's like, yeah, if somebody, you know, 20 years said that Trump was going to be president, you're right. an idiot. You know, right. that never happened. Um, but... Sometimes running a business is maybe like running the government a yeah. little bit, right? So I don't want people to hate me for liking them. I'm a very open-minded person. But I think in general, the country has been better. The hate that's coming is just, I don't even want to get into the hate, but it's just being, it's, it's being fed right now. Right. And, um, when you, there's hate in the world, but there's not. It, it's to me, it's a minority, not a majority. You know, so right. it. I mean, the people that I know, the people um, that I hang out with, it's it's not a hate issue at yeah. all. Yeah, and I think that's part of it is that social media amplifies the extremities. Do so, they, do they do it for an agenda? Do they do it for ratings? Why do they yeah. do it? Is right. the, the question. Right, um, because it's not good for America. Yeah, like none of these things happen when people sit down and talk to each other. Right, you can't, you can't, you can't fundamentally. Even if you disagree with somebody, it's so hard to not at least feel some human empathy when you're actually talking to a person, not a screen. Uh, it's, it's it's become so dangerous out there. It used to be that you could be neighbors and you could have a Republican and a liberal. They right. Put out their signs right. and they wave each other and make smart-ass comments. Yeah, it. it's kind of like Viking and Packer fans yeah. here, you know, like or Bears and Packer fans. That's Viking and Packers fan. No, it's it doesn't need to be that way. It doesn't need to be this hate out there. But there's just bad people out there. You can't blame it on politicians. Yeah, just bad people. Just bad people. Thanks for bringing up that, Phil. It's fun. Only three people are going to be. You may, you may have just pissed one person off really bad. You're going to get hate letter. But it's so interesting that, and I, I'm I'm so with you 
on some of these social issues in terms of independent of conservative, liberal, whatever, most people want, and yes, I do realize there are extremes, all most people want are for more people to be part of the game, right? Yeah. They just want to have those opportunities, as you're talking about, and not feel like someone else's opportunity is special because special or is somebody's put down because of, say, their race, sexual orientation, or whatever. Just let everybody play the game, but yeah. play by the same. Let's play by the same rules. Yeah. So, well, I'm going to wrap it up here, Gary. At least as far as turning this thing off goes. Um, any final thoughts you want to have on your first ever dialogue and dialogue podcast? I can't believe we talk, didn't talk about weight yet. Oh, jeez, I mean, sorry. All right, this was all leading up to this somehow. <laughs> I, somehow you threw in Trump to lead God, up to me. I got I, I got distracted. I thought I better cut this. So that we didn't say anything important that I had to like, if I have to cut out the whole Trump thing because of ratings, why do older men in their 40s get so fat, Gary? That's the question I'd like to pose to you. The, the funny thing is we started our weight loss adventure 10 years ago, 15 years ago, yeah. when we could lose it right. really easily. And right. we still couldn't lose it. Right. Then, as it pretty, is. I did pretty well at you, times. Your juicer experience <laughs> should be... A movie at some point. One of the more creative <laughs> aspects of things that I've ever done. Again, you could never repeat that again. A hundred hours of <laughs> juicing. Yeah. Juicing as it was. The uh, experiment with Soylent was quite interesting that we yeah. had too. Um, people will blame metabolism, I guess, and getting older. I've never um, tried it, but I drink it. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm... Probably more active than I've been in the last five years. I'm pretty close in, in, in some aspects. I, yeah. And I think the best way to describe this, Phil, I call it the Charlton Heston body. <laughs> okay. Um, if you ever look at Charlton Heston in the Ten Commandments. Sure. I mean, Charlton Heston is a guy. Yeah. If, it, it, as it is. Yeah. He had that big chest when he, when he showed it. But he also had the big man gut. I mean, like... You looked at that, right? And right. you knew that even though he didn't have a six pack, like you could just punch could. it as hard as you could and break your hand. I'm not saying I'm quite there yet, <laughs> but I think my fat's not turning into muscle. I think the fat is turning into as strong as muscle as it is. I can't get rid of it as much, maybe because I'm eating ribs that are supposed to be smoked for six hours instead for an hour and they're just you do what you can. in there um but the charlton heston body i call it the old man body right yeah you don't have to look like you got a six pack in the packs as it is but i bet you i could lift a thousand pounds over my head right now <laughs> just a thousand pounds just lift it up over my head i this is. is why we should have done this on youtube <laughs> because you've got giant steel canisters of beer to uh your right I could lift them over my head. Right, what I swear hand? I could. Yeah. 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 We'd have a uh, Festus Day festival. So I, I think we're, though we don't look it, don't I we? think we're more fit than we think we are. I don't think so. Yeah. I think we okay. are. Okay. And it can show with feats of strength. We could do some feats of strength. <laughs> we could show how strong and athletic we actually are. Okay. But we don't think so. Okay. We are. For instance. Okay. When I'm up at our cabin. We had our boat lift break. I took the whole boat lift and I lifted it up, the front end of it, sure, to the shore. And it was like 
don't know, four feet on doing it. Well, three other people had to do it on the other end. You were in the water, though. Explain and, that. And, and the water, buoyancy, something, nothing? No. 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 I am just ripped. It's just, it, but it doesn't look it. Uh-uh. Uh, it's that Charlton Heston. Look, everybody look up Charlton Heston, Ten Commandments. You look at him, you're like, he's not fit, but you wouldn't mess with him, right? Oh, no. That's where we are right now. Okay. Well, that made me feel a lot better, maybe, about myself. I Probably doesn't hurt, probably doesn't help the fact that I probably have three beers a night. That's that's my. Yeah, I don't. Know. I don't know about I don't, you. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I had my dad say to me one time. I think he was in his late forties. Gary, I work out every morning. I ride my bike at night. Why can't I lose weight? And he's sitting in a recliner, drinking a Manhattan, eating a bag of potato <laughs> chips. And he was serious and talking to me. I think I'm in the same boat right now. I'm. I'm doing more, being more active than I ever sure. was, but at night, I'm, I'm, I'm drinking a little bit more, and I'm eating a little bit more at night than I probably should be. Don't you kind of wish that smoking was still cool? Like, I could I, lose so much weight. I smoking. never, well, maybe a brief period in high school, but, like, I never was into cigarettes, but I feel like, I still feel like cigarettes have gotten a bad rap. I, I, I I, I think look at this vaping. I think oh, this is so stupid. These kids don't know. Phil, I got a great statistic told to me by a reputable chiropractor. Probably a, a chiropractor. Okay, a reputable chiropractor. A reputable chiropractor. Okay. Affectionately known as witch doctors. <laughs> he said to me that sitting in an office chair is worse than smoking. Okay. So I bought a standing desk and I started smoking. <laughs> You just switch them off, Bill. That's all you need to do. Exactly. And you don't, if you end up... Now I'm more healthy because I'm not sitting in a chair, which is worth... I'm smoking. I'm making an improvement. If you don't... um, If you decide, hey, I'm going to sit in this chair, then you just put your cigarette out. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just still waiting. Where's the damn pill? Right? (laughs) All this... All this technology, and they can't make something that can just shed weight. Give me the damn pill. Don't cut me open and suck it out. Right. Just give me something that eats away. Although, they are getting close to the, uh, what is it, like the female version of Viagra, which, again, no woman's drink will ever be safe again (laughs) once that hits the market, like with high demand. Um, But yeah, why can't they just, they can do... Amazing things. Just give me a damn pill and let me eat whatever I want. Right now, it would take me probably a year to get to an ideal weight as it is. It should take me a week. I don't don't know what an ideal weight is anymore. I can't. Well, if we go into the doctor today, are we out of shape or are we obese? Oh, obese. Obese. Yeah. Yeah. Obese. So Capital obese. Yeah. So I think I have to lose like 50 pounds to be even close oh to this where is like I shaping up to be like the worst challenge we've <laughs> ever accomplished. Billy, how much do you weigh right now? If you guys don't know, uh, we've done challenges before. Like every year, we try to do a challenge, and we're open to new challenges. Yeah, so please send like ideas. Cabbage diet? I don't know what else. Like I did the grapefruit diet. Did you for that? real? Yeah, that was in that was Soylent was probably where the, I just ate grapefruits like three times a day. And that's all that, I did. That work for you? Uh, I thought so, dude. 
what I did is that was back in my late 20s. I ate grapefruit all the time. And then I had this weight bar, this curling bar, and I had it loaded and I did one curl. I figured that's all I needed to do was that one curl. So I ate grapefruit and I did yeah. one curl real quick like that. And it was really heavy. And I mean, I was, I felt buff yeah. at the time. So maybe there's the grapefruit one curl diet that we could do. I, I started out this year. Remember my, my, this year, how it started out? I sent everybody a book or something like that. I hate you for that. I bought those two books. God. I started reading. Through I know. Them. I'm like, this is not what I, I wanted to, I, to do. I did the Amazon weight loss challenge this year by basically saying, I typed in weight loss into Amazon. The first book that popped up, I was like, <laughs> this is what we're doing. And sent it out to Gary and Billy. It was the lean yeah. weight diet. It meant that I it already was. Well, no, it was it was basically a weightlifting program. Is all it was. And and I actually did it for three months. But, but I'm strong. I told you. Strong, I strong, as strong as rocks. Strong as rocks. I don't need to be stronger. I can lift. But what, what, what I found is that. Um, 100 I, pounds right over my I head. Worked, I worked out more. I got stronger. And I put on more weight. <laughs> I got fatter. That wasn't the idea. I know. Like, my fat stuck out more beyond the muscle that was building underneath the fat. So, yeah, you can't win. I mean, on a serious note, it has to be diet. I mean, oh, that, yeah. that can't be it. It, it, can't, like, it can't be anything you, but for, for get anybody that's going to college or in high school, eat as much ice cream and butter as you can stuff into your face right yeah. now. Because your body can process it a lot better yeah. than it can when you're older. Yeah. Don't listen to your mom. Get chocolate milk in the refrigerator. Do whatever you can to eat it now because at some point in your life, it you can't. It's like 26, too, by the way. It's not that far off. Yeah. It's, it's yeah, not. It's yeah, not, it's not it, don't think that it's like, oh, I'm 45. And I, yeah. No, no. It's your mid-20s, late-20s. It starts happening. Yeah. And it's you just a few watch. pounds at first, and then it just doubles. Every year, you double the amount of weight you gain. At some time in your 30s, you're going to decide, oh, I'm too big. I'm going to start. Running, right, right. I'm gonna get a bow flex. I'm, I'm gonna get running. I'm gonna buy this. This. I'm gonna get. A, what's the new thing with the bicycle? The uh, strider, the no. shaker thing with the <laughs> shake weight. Maybe that's what we do. We all buy shake weights. Shake weights and thigh masters. That's our. That's our new weight loss. <laughs> Billy, yeah. I hope you're listening. Guess what we got coming your way. We're all gonna get shake weights oh, and thigh sick. masters. Okay, and we're gonna do 15 minutes on the shake weight and 15 minutes on the thigh master, and we'll see what happens. And we'll videotape the whole thing. Because that would be the best YouTube channel ever. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop the video. Uh, Gary Gibson. I've Thanks for having me. I've been, wa I've been wanting to do this for quite a while. Thank you. And oh. good night. Thank you for listening to Dialogue on Dialogue on No surprise you see that you've heard